The following podcast contains spoilers. We strongly recommend you watch the episode of The Americans we're discussing before you listen to this podcast. The following podcast contains explicit language. Welcome to the season finale of Slate's TV Club Insider Podcast for Season 3 of The Americans. Today, while we're talking about Episode 313, March 8th, 1983, we've got a full house with Joe, Joel, Carrie Russell, Matthew Reese, and Holly Taylor. This is awesome. This is like a free for all. Like best podcast ever. No unscreened dad. You should look over to the corner. I know. Why? Give me that giant green. There's room. I can see it. Are you looking? Great. We have 20 minutes. Close the door. Come get us in 20 minutes. Great. Come get us in 15 minutes. Give us 15 minutes. Back of 15 minutes. Okay, well, we're just doing the podcast for... It's Molly's fault. It is, Whoa. Molly. You so tell Erica welcome. we'll need five minutes. We'll Ooh, I know. Let's begin the podcast with... the door open in 15. Did you spot the moment in this episode when our makeup was a little bit off? <laughs> After watching 12 glorious episodes of The Americans, I was dismayed, nay, disappointed to see a powderless Kerry Russell during a very upsetting final scene. On the other hand, we got to enjoy the podcast. Yes, we thoroughly enjoyed your podcast. Maybe they'll run the podcast instead of the episode in the time slot. And we can so, act it out. thank you for coming, everybody. It, we're recording the podcast of the last episode on the last day of shooting. It's so nice and cyclical and uh, other nice things like that. Also, everybody's going to be gone tomorrow. Everyone's going to be gone tomorrow. It's so exciting. Well, Joe, not everyone. No. Well, good, everyone but us. Good use yeah. of the word cyclical. Why don't you two get along? It's very confusing to me. I know. The amount of animosity I feel from Nussbaum every time I I come in here. I didn't even know you knew each other. We don't. Ever since Nussbaum called Matthew a house husband, I think it's been downhill. Yes. One person a house husband. So that last sequence, guys, talk about that. Joe and Joel writing it. Why do you you just keep driving this family apart? What's wrong with you? Well, there's no show if they get along well. Carrie's looking at me. She's like, <laughs> drama is conflict. Drama There's no show, conflict. but there might be. We we could have like five percent more getting along. As I said to viewers, Matthew, viewers, as I anyone? said to Matthew last <laughs> night, the the third act resolution is only as satisfying as the second act conflict is challenging. So the we'll be harder back next goes. week when you and when you take when seven you full days to said. figure that out. <laughs> My eyes this is my whole theory of over. come on. This is my whole theory of life. The harder things are in the second act, the more satisfied you feel in the third. So when the going gets tough, just remember things are going to get better. I can tell you honestly what I thought when you told that. So I so then I go now. When Uncle Ben is burnt in Star Wars, is that the end of the? Is that the first act challenge? Or is it, and then I was like, oh no! That's the first. Were you on your email that's when we were talking? No, yeah. I wasn't. But I was trying to figure it out with using Star Wars. I was like, why is the second act challenge do in Star Wars? You use Star Wars? Wars to help you figure out every episode, uh, or just every job that you do? Figure out life. <laughs> you know, the other thing is, look, but probably nobody in the podcast knows, but Holly Taylor is sitting right here, weirdly bouncing on a green ball. But you guys, with everything you went through with her this season, you got. 
along really well. I mean, most couples would have murdered each other with all of that. Just the fact that you're standing in the same room in the same house, we count that as a big victory. Yes. So what if you're not exactly paying the same attention to the president on TV? I think you're doing great. <laughs> Carrie, still not smiling. I know. <laughs> Carrie's still silent. <laughs> Holding to it. Holding to it. Stubborn, just like Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my favorite moment, now that we have Holly here, is... Um, there was an episode um, where Matthew and I didn't know our lines, as professional actors should. The episode and, was called Abbas in Zadran. And, yeah. and we had a big scene with that really incredible actor, George. And um, we didn't know our lines since we made Holly sit in the back of this car scene that we shot prior to that scene and read all of Abbas and Zadran's lines. And my favorite moment is when you would say... I am a boss in Zadran. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't read the lines. I she became a boss in Zadran. I was a boss in Zadran. So much so that there was a part of me that went, Recast. if we went to the Jays, could it possibly happen? You put the beard on and yes. the hat. Yes. It would be, it would be like Glenn Close in Hook. <laughs> Remember? For, for I, all we know, she played a boss in Zadron. Yeah. You were awesome, I, I think Holly. I did. Yeah. Cut that one. Okay. Tell you guys, Can we cut this together so that it sounds like she played a boss in Zadron? Yeah, please <laughs> do. Come on, go for it. What does your intelligence say about me? That you are loyal. That there are no Mujahideen as brave as yours. <laughs> I am a I boss am in Zadron. The one who cuts the throats of the communists. I don't know. I, I felt think bad you're ready for them because then they had to do the scene with the real Abbas and Zadron, and the performance probably wasn't as real. Yeah, they were like a step down. <laughs> we were like, like, we were like, we were telling George like, I didn't that. do it like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You hiding have to go behind the that. beard. <laughs> uh, did you guys know from the get go that pa- I remember the draft changing? There were drafts where Paige did not go all the way through and say. Mm. What she said to Pastor Tim. I would have liked Well, by the way, we, we haven't edited we that scene yet, so we don't, we don't, we don't know how far she's going to go. Yeah. You should find or out. Just le- you... Or just leave it, because it'll no, be it's mysterious. Actually, it's mean, something for... about the show. You don't, we we well, cut no. it with a lot of options for where Holly's little. But by the time Holly, Paige's speech <laughs> to know, Pastor Tim. So by the time people hear the podcast, we will have made that decision. But the truth is, we do do the final rewrite in the editing room. We keep. So who knows where we'll land? That's so weird. That happened in my dream. The day before I, I filmed that scene, I had a dream that I was like crying over the script. And then I read it. They sent like rewrites. And it's and I didn't tell anymore. I didn't tell Pastor Tim. It's gotta be Did you tell him at all? No, I said I said they're Russians. And then the episode ended. Oh, high five. That's where I think it should end. I think right? that may yeah. end there. That and may so, well end there. And so yeah, I, because could, when I first happen. read it, when I don't know like if I'm allowed to say this or whatever, but like that, I said that they're spies. I was like just like speechless and I like didn't know what to think of that and I was like would Paige really say that and then I was so confused and then I was like but maybe she would maybe she would You dreamed the best version so I had, like, so you, I had you, a dream I'm not kidding I, we just added King had a dream about the scene We, we just added we added honestly we added the line their spies really as a just in case Wow. I dreamed that you said that on this podcast. Good. And it happens. This <laughs> is dreams a dream. I think true. this is all a dream. I think dreams should come true. If you have any dreams regarding I season see. four that you could forward <laughs> to Joe and Joel, that would be really helpful. Joe, Joel, yeah. we have yes. for the millionth time, there's no singing on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> for the millionth time. We did agree to that before no agreeing to do more. a podcast. I do. At least it wasn't a show tune. I do a lot of show tunes around the office. 
I dreamt Frank Langella went, we're sending you to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, Gabriel, if we have to go. So, yes, so the answer is we did not know that for sure, since we still don't know that for sure. I think the one one. thing we knew for sure was that we were going to end this season with the Evil Empire speech. That's something that stayed from the very very beginning. We knew we were going to start with the death of Brezhnev and end with the Evil Empire speech. And we knew for sure that Paige was going to find out this season. But boy, were we surprised how and really where in the season that wound up presenting mm. itself. Yeah. And we first, didn't know that first, she was going to ask. The truth we thought is, you guys were probably going to tell yeah, her. Yeah, we thought you'd yeah. tell her. And then yeah. and then she then she asked. She asked. We were like, whoa, <laughs> Paige. You didn't even write that. You <laughs> surprised us. We actually that originally, was from one thought, of Holly's dreams we originally well. thought, we originally thought Philip and Elizabeth were going to tell her at the end of last season. Right. Yeah. Oh. And then that didn't happen. Yeah. Was it always part, I know you guys have had this in your sort of uh, ongoing master plan, but at what point did you know you wanted to include in the season finale actually meeting Elizabeth's mother? That was, was, that well, that was pretty, pretty early. early. That pretty was pretty early. early. That and out. I remember there was one point on set with you, Carrie, we're, we're maybe a third of the way through the season, and what I remember is you were in some sort of crazy heavy disguise, <laughs> and we were talking about where things were going, and we said, do you want to know? And you said yes, and we told you about this upcoming scene with uh, with Holly and her confronting you, and we told you about the mother. And I remember having a very good conversation with you, walking away and turning to Joe and saying, boy, I even kind of forgot she was in disguise for a minute there. <laughs> I have <laughs> a totally were... different recollection of that meeting. What was what was I in disguise we for? Were, I, I know we were outside of the, we were on the other side of the canal. My, well, I, I remember the part of, the, I remember that exact same meeting and telling you this whole thing about your mother and expecting you to be like, oh my God, God, I'm going to meet my mother. And instead, you just being totally nonplussed. And then walking away and being like, wow, she didn't, she wasn't that like, she, I she didn't care she was about holding that. it in. I can, so interpret, I can interpret that. I think this is what happened. Immediately, when you said you're going to meet your mother, your brain went straight to the fact that I will have an entire scene in Russian. That is Exactly. You, you were melting well. down. It was just terror. It was, you just was terror. terror. Blind no fear. Like I think that was terror. We took care of you. Not too much Russian. That is exactly. You are That's so right. Uh, I was we, just like, we, we, we walked away. We were like, I guess she doesn't <laughs> that like, was, the, that doesn't was like the emotional brain stuff. Melting <laughs> as you said that. Just like, oh, great, so great, great, great. Also another was scene that I practiced with Carrie was the the Russian. Oh no, that was a line in Pashtu. We cut the Pashtu. I no, but I Holly all day on Friday night we were shooting in that would-be German village, and I made Holly practice all the Russian with me. We were well, both just standing there going, Mamushka, Mamushka. Like repeating after each other. The best last four words in Russian. There is not much in there. good, but the funniest whole scene, there's like nothing. We wrote, when you were pretending to be the CIA agent, you were pretending to be the CIA agent, we just wrote, good evening, in Pashto. And then, at one point, Molly walks into the office and says, just so you know, good evening in Pashto, it's actually about... 12 lines long. Yeah, she read it to us and we said, oh, okay, just Carrie doesn't have to say that. Yeah. Though. I was like, oh boy. I was like, that's not going to happen. Let's be real. And it was like eight o'clock the night before we were shooting it. It's hilarious. And I was like, guys, this isn't going to happen. Good evening, Mrs. Adrian. Yeah, yes. good evening. <laughs> We've been expecting you. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Carrie, Matthew, Holly, can each of you tell us a little bit about how you feel about the season ending, both the uh, Maybe a favorite scene from the season or a favorite moment, but also just what you think of the season in general. Strangely, like that tooth pulling scene, because I, I love working with Tommy Shalami and I, 
I don't know. I, I, I struggled a little bit with the beginning of this season with the, the storyline and the hard line. You know, it's, it's, it can be unlikable and it's, it's the harder road to take. And um, I felt like Shlami really helped me humanize it. And I really enjoyed those scenes. I, I, you know, he made this seemingly kind of violent <laughs> act into this really cool scene to do about intimacy and kind of sexuality. I love I loved that scene. And that's what I love m- most about the show is this weird, strange intimacy amidst the craziness. So uh, that was a highlight. I also strangely liked some of the, like, the pot smoking scene because there was some levity to it and it was, it was just different color than some of the, like, really kind of still spy stuff that we do. And it felt very marriage-like, you know. You know, th- this show is such a fun good job it's so thankful especially being a girl it's a it's a really good job to have but it's a sprint and so now we're at the end and i'm ready to um drink beer and read books she just robbed me of the two that's why i went first i know i I had to go i was like i thought i'm safe when she says tooth pulling i got the pot smoking scene then she went on that and i was like shoot (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel about where philip is at the end of season three and what do you think this means for him going into the future well, last night we discussed, you know, knock on wood, were there to, is there, would there be a future for the Americans? This is where they would go. So where he is now, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say or not. But you I'm, can say anything because this will broadcast after the finale. Oh, good. But even about, uh, you know, where their future lives, the <laughs> we discussed. We'll kill you. <laughs> don't kill me! <laughs> yes, no, what, you know... God willing, the the Americans goes on a couple of seasons. Where they are now, I think, to me, is a very exciting place, as to because you know we've we've talked so much about Philip and Elizabeth, you know the the this this incredibly difficult path they've traversed. This is where it will begin, I think, hard it may be, to see um, real fruits of labor. Holly, you as Paige, you have. Uh... Well, basically, in the finale, you kind of fuck shit up. You tell Pastor Tim all this stuff. You demand all these answers. You were a real shitster this season. Uh, you what wanted do you, a car. Yeah, all this stuff. What do you think uh, lies ahead for Paige, and what were some highlights for you this season, looking back? One of my favorite scenes is probably the one where you give me the Yaz album, because, um, I don't know, I felt like it was cool to see that Paige like does other stuff besides go to church and like doesn't just like <laughs> sit in her room and play church hymns on her guitar so like I thought that was interesting to see and also it was so cool like um I don't know if it was cool but it was like really disturbing part of the storyline to see how like how he knew about Yaz and so um <laughs> that was crazy um and then at the end <laughs> of the crazy. season <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. such a teenager. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I say crazy all the time. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but when I tell Pastor Tim, I mean, the first thing I thought when I read that script was, oh, God, what are they going to do to Pastor Tim? But then you have, there's so many things you have to think about, like, how are they going to find out that I told? Or, like, is it Pastor Tim going to tell somebody? Or, like, I don't know. It could just go so many different ways. So I'm excited to see where things go. Guys? How are you feeling at the end of the season? You guys have a phrase that we use a lot here where you say that you're in the barn. Can you tell us a little bit about being in the barn and where that phrase comes from, from the great Josh Brand? It's not from the great I Josh it was Brand. The no, great it's Josh from Brand. it was from uh, John Langreff, actually. Season one, which was just a brutal se- season for us, we didn't sleep. 
uh, it was rough. I don't remember. I blocked the whole thing out. It was it was pretty rough. I mean, we were we you had a hard time. We too. saw a lot. Of, we saw a lot out. of sunsets. Yes. Not in the we addiction. saw a lot of a lot of sunsets and a lot of sunrises in season one. And I remember towards the end, once we were on the phone with John Langreff, the the chairman of FX, and uh, he we were saying, "Wow, it just seems like we're finally at the end. We'd finished the last script, and we finally we have a little bit of energy." And he said, "Yes." A horse tends to gallop a little faster when they finally see the barn. <laughs> and so he called us a horse. But uh, we think otherwise, it stuck. And, and we talked about getting to the end of the season as being in the barn. But this season, we're starting to work on season four at the end of season three. So it hasn't really felt much like we're in the barn. And We also right- always prematurely call that we're in the barn. We always say, okay, we finished <laughs> writing, we're in the barn. And then like we have a slow day and the next day it gets really busy and we're like, oh. Cut we were comes in, in and he needs, ah, needs a lot more open. Exactly. I find myself in the meadow Who again. let episode 11 in here? We send each other <laughs> yeah. emails and pictures <laughs> of burning uh, uh, Episode so, three and episode uh, four. Uh, how do we feel right now? We feel like if we don't get to post, the next episode is not going to air. That's how we feel. Also, actually, this episode that we're shooting, finishing today won't get shot if we don't stop this podcast. Uh, we already know there's going to be no makeup on yeah. the actors. This much is Good. clear. Good. That last close Well, then with that, I would say this has been a really fun podcast, and I would talk a little bit slower, but we have a lot of work to do, so this has been fun. Thank you all very much. Thanks for doing my sign-off, Molly Nussbaum. That's it for this week and for this season. Thank you so much for listening with us week to week as we discuss every aspect of the Americans. Thank you to Joel Fields and Joe Weisberg, as well as our amazing cast and crew who have given up so much time to sit down and tell us about what they do. And a big thank you to our wonderful producers from Slate and Panoply for all of their hard work. And thank you all for listening to our insane blathering every week. I'm Molly Nussbaum. Have a good hiatus. <laughs>